Hello everyone, welcome to Same Same But Different. This is your host, Angel. This is your other host, Eduardo. Eduardo will be referred to twin because we're twins and that's why we called it Same Same But Different because we're the same person but we're both very, very different in our likes and dislikes, you know what I'm saying? So Eduardo, what are we going to be talking about today? We're going to be talking about uh, music-induced chills. We did a whole uh, paper on it, a whole research thing on it. You know, uh, you're just, we're just here today, you know, uh, throw, spitball, you know, throw ideas around. You know, maybe learn a couple things. Right. Yeah. So, let me in on this. What's, what's music-induced chills, Eduardo? Pretty much music-induced chills. It's in the name, chills. You know, when, you get, when you're listening to music, you know, and you get those goosebumps, you get those shivers down your spine. That's pretty much what uh, music-induced chills is. It's whenever you're listening to music and you get those sensations. Right. So, are we going to be listening to music today to or something? What are we going to be doing? Uh, yeah, we have a couple uh, clips here that we can listen to. A little bit of uh, music, you know what I mean? Right. I, but, think, I think before that, you should probably tell the audience or the people listening in right now what... How many different types of chills are there? Because I'm assuming people who listen to different types of music get different types of chills. Is that true? Uh, yeah, it depends person to person. You know, uh, background, you're pretty much, uh, you know, everyone's different. You know what I mean? Uh, we all, you know, different heights, you know, everything. Heights? Yeah, you know, we got different heights. Everybody's different. Everybody's a different height. You know what I mean? Okay, what does that have to do with chills, though? <laughs> it's just emphasizing the fact that we're all different, you know what I mean? Okay, but like, I asked We, we you, have different there... music backgrounds, you know, uh, cultural differences, you know, where we grew up, people that we know, who mm-hmm. we associate with. Those different types of experiences can formulate how we listen to music and which music we prefer to listen to. So, and chills are di- differentiated by culture, is what you're saying? Well, with your own personal experiences, mostly. Mm. So, like, if your parents, uh, you know, our parents, uh, uh, we grew up in a Mexican household. We so, listen to a lot of corridos, you know, uh, cumbias, that type of music. Mm-hmm. And a lot of romantic songs uh, in Spanish-speaking languages. Right. And then now, we we kind of grew up to listen, I don't know, me, rock music. You, I don't know, what type of music do you listen to? That's a good question. I like funk. I like rock. Mm-hmm. Metal. I even like... That that hybrid you seen in the new Doom games, where it's like um, it's sort of rock, but it's not really because it uses like chainsaw stuff mm-hmm. and it like like synthesizes it to make a whole different type of sound you haven't heard before. So I don't know where that go, but I'm assuming that's like metal, or I don't even know. Yeah, well that, that's one of the the aspects of music induced chills. Most people, uh, you know, they listen to different types of music. We're depending how they grew up. But the important thing is that when people listen to these different types of music, that they, you know, they they become attracted to certain types of music. So most of the uh, music genres that you listed off, and well, the same for me mostly, they're always high energy music. So high energy music is more likely to give chills? Yeah, sometimes it is, but they actually found in some studies that they found in some studies, I think it was Culver and El uh, Ali that sometimes sad music can actually cause you to have music-induced chills. Hmm. I think we have an example of that later on. Mm-hmm. We right. do. But like, um, you know, it gets kind of complicated without all that because when you, l- 
when people are given personality tests, there there's people that are actually who are higher on a certain uh, personality trait, openness to experience, that are more likely to have music-induced chills. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We listen to different types of types of music genres, mm-hmm. but because of what we have that uh, high openness to experience, we're more we're more likely to uh, to have music-induced chills. Right. So does any two people have the same type of chills, or is chills just like a generic name? Is there, there's a specific type of chills someone can get? We we use it generically, because mm-hmm. you know, like I said earlier, everyone's different. But the main thing that that most people tend to describe chills as, as I said before, the goosebumps. You know, the you feel it in your spine. That's because of the uh, sympathetic nervous system. Mm-hmm. That thing's the, you know, it's in charge of the adrenal gland. You know, uh, what's that? The, the adrenal gland or the the adrenal gland, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's the thing that gets you like, you know, gets your blood pumping. You know what I mean? So it's like adrenaline type thing. Yeah. Oh, I got that, that is the thing that causes the norepinephrine. You know, what causes anxiety. Mm. And it's the main thing that causes the flight or flight, fight or flight response. So do fight or flight have uh, some sort of relationship with chills or? I I said that they do, because uh, for the difference between fight or flight and music induced chills is that fight or flight. You need a danger to be present. Meanwhile, for the uh, music-induced chills, there's nothing that that's probably gonna harm you, right? Mm-hmm. Instead, it's something that's unexpected. Unexpected. Yeah, that's a main component of chill music-induced chills. So it's like when when I open up a song in YouTube or something, just or Spotify, just trying to find a new song. Mm-hmm. If if I don't know what's coming next, because it's not in my playlist. Mm-hmm. If it's coming up next, and I hear the song. And I'm vibing with it, and then let's say like a drop comes in, or like a, a, a really good guitar riff or something, mm-hmm. and I start going, "Oh my god," I get some chills. Yeah, that that's similar to me getting a flight or fright response. Yeah, got you. It's some it's something similar. The the main thing for the fight or flight is that danger response, right? Mm-hmm. And you you put your guard up, but you never have your guard up for when you have music induced chills. Right. So what I'm what I'm saying, what I'm proposing is that. When you have music-induced chills, is that the norepinephrine is uh, the neurotransmitter, norepinephrine, the thing causing anxiety and everything, causes mm-hmm. your heart to start pumping faster, you know, you get deeper breaths and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it doesn't complete its cycle to make <coughs> you have that high uh, anxiety response. Instead, it doesn't complete that, that causing you to be worried. So, so it just uh, activates your body. Got you, got you. That's why whenever we feel chills, we feel it mainly in our spine. You know, you shake like this. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes you feel it in your arms because, you, you know, maybe you're getting ready to fight whenever you have a fight or flight and your face gets hot. You feel it in your chest sometimes maybe. Mm-hmm. That's what fight or flight, the fight or flight response causes. But because it's never finished and you just feel the norepinephrine uh, flowing, you, that's what causes the music-induced chills. Because sometimes norepinephrine can actually make it feel like a euphoric response yeah that's what that, when i get good. chills that's what happens to me mm-hmm. i'm like yo hold on a sec yeah i need to put i need to play this back like, this was insane like remember when we were listening to that that travis scott song uh with josh and and can't say yeah and that dude came in and, and he, it was just crazy how, how well he was singing yeah it that's the, uh, the that's when we all got chills what's the name of the song Eduardo? can't say can't by, say by travis scott yeah yeah when it first came out everybody was like hold up 
underrated this guy, song. This guy has an amazing voice. Ain't no way, ain't no way people just glossed over this, right? Yeah. Then people start hearing it, and you're like, you know what? This is actually good. What? How did, how did we yeah, there's this? Yeah, there's a bunch of comments under the, the music video saying, I don't know who this guy is, but he has an angelic voice. He I killed I saw a bunch it. of those comments. He killed it. Definitely. No, you know what I also found, like, um, very interesting in all the studies I was reading? Hmm. They're using the something called a galvanic, galvanic skin response, if I remember correct, correctly. Like when you get goosebumps? Kinda. They they were measuring that too, mm-hmm. but um, they found that people would uh, would say, "Oh, I can feel myself getting colder." You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's what they 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 thought of chills as. Oh, I'm supposed to be getting colder. But when they did the galvanic skin response, uh, they used the tool that they were using. They found that their temperature never never changed. Mm. They just felt like they were getting. So colder. it's like when you're watching a movie or like you get spooked in the dark, like you get those chills, like Ooh. yeah, like you is get that, like is that sort of thing. That that's what people affiliate it with. Yeah, mm. but again, that's what that's cause you're not expecting it, right? But you're not you're not actually in danger, right? Mm. I mean, and and I found that that galvanic skin response thing. I don't know, kind of faulty. Cause um, I mean, it does me- measure your skin conductance. You know, uh-huh. when you get electrocuted and you can feel. You know, like the cores, like, like it what? going coursing through your veins or something. Yeah, like you know, there's some electricity thing or sensation. Yeah. They found that your skin does become more conductive, but we wait. St- when you get chills? Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know. It's because because you're probably <laughs> how sweating. would you even figure that out? That's what the tool's for. Oh my god. They they, they like you, you, I don't know. Uh, you're probably sweating, right? Yeah. Sometimes you sweat like oh my god, what the? Because your heart's beating faster, right? Mm-hmm. Skin temperature is probably rising even. Mm-hmm. But they don't find that your temp your temperature actually lowers, so it might actually increase. Is there cases? Cause I don't when I'm scared or I get chills or something mm-hmm. when I'm tripping. I don't sweat, mm-hmm. but dude, can chills in can chills make it so somebody starts sweating as if they're scared of something? Yeah, you remember what I said earlier? You 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 start breathing deeper, and mm. your skin starts and not your skin. Your oh, that's that's, that's your body trying to relax. Be, that might be the reason why you're actually sweating, or there's incre- increased conductance, or you're sweating. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. Um. You know what I also looked into was uh, whether it has a good effect or some beneficial effect on health. Mm-hmm. I found uh, what was their name? Uh, I have it written here. Swamathan. And Schellenberg, I think uh, Culver and Alili, uh, Alili, Alili, yeah, and uh, I think it was also what was the third one, Konechny, at all, at all, because I mean there's a whole bunch of people working on that thing, mm-hmm. and and a couple more uh, researchers like Nesbaum and Sylvia. Um, they also found that they, they all said that there wasn't any long-term beneficial health effects like mm-hmm. uh, mental or, or physiological but they did find that uh, what's it here there might be some benefits from from uh, uh, music induced chills because it allows you to enter into flow you know what flow is nah pretty much when you get in the zone you know you know jojo's where like he enters the warrior's mindset part two yeah you're talking about i forgot his name yeah acdc it wasn't acdc then who was it it's not santana no it's, it's the other guy with like <sighs> What's his name? Haircut. 
Dude, I swear it's on the top of my I know, t- I can't remember. T- <laughs> it's not cars, it's not Santana, it's not ACDC. Wamu, 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 yeah, Wamu. Yeah. Wamu. You know, you know, he takes his eyes out and he's like, all right, all right, let's go. And Let's then, go then. Yeah, they're all asking, hey, hey, why'd he do that? Oh, he's entering the warrior's mindset. He's getting rid of his eyesight to rely, so he can rely on his other senses, yeah. his best senses. It's like, uh, oh, okay. It's like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The That type of flow. When you're in the zone, they found that I think it was it was some um, Asian researchers, Fukui and Toyoshima. Mm-hmm. They found that uh, if people are listening to something that they like, they'll become more generous. They'll become more uh, altruistic, even and cooperative with others. I don't know. For, for me, when I'm thinking about the the chills, to me, I get chills if I listen to a song. That I haven't heard in a long time. Mm. And I just found it by mistake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that might be a memory thing. Do memories play a part in giving chills to somebody? For the most part, yeah. I, well, from what I found, they're... Other like, than are they mostly nostalgic? Or do, are they, do they have to be, like, sad or happy memories? What exactly... What What have you found out? From uh, Chrome Hansel, uh, her, that researcher... Um, she says that. Uh, wait, what was your question again? <laughs> you forgot. The no, no, I, I was remembering your name. I was remembering your name. What, what was the thing you said? Do memories play a bigger role than, ha- like, do nostalgic memories play a bigger role than than happy memories, sad memories when when you're getting chills, or does it is it just random? Okay, yeah, Crumb Hansel uh, found that n- whenever you feel chills, for her in, in her study, she saw she said that nostalgia and wonder. Were some of the primary things that sh- that caused music-induced chills. Mm. So I gave the example. So if you're listening to a song you hadn't heard in a while, right. like I say from your teenage years, like uh, you know, a "Dirty Little Secret" by All American Rejects. That's a good song. From, yeah, right. Or that one's or a good uh, one. Smashing Pumpkins Tarantula. I haven't heard that one. Nah, you've heard it. You've heard it. It was on the. Oh the yeah, I have heard it. I just forget the name. Yeah, that's a weird just, name. It's just nostalgic. <laughs> that is it a just really weird good. name. So you're just like, oh, this, this takes me back. This is good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. See, it's because because when I look back to what what song gave me chills, I remember playing on my Game Boy. Well, your Game Boy. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, you playing. Had your own. You had your own. Yeah, I had my own, but you had you had F Zero on yours, mm-hmm. and you said, I'm not gonna take it out. I'm just going to give you the Game Boy. You give me your Game Boy. So we just swap the Game Boys. Mm-hmm. I remember speci- this specific song from from F-Zero. The, what's it called? Big Blue. Mm-hmm. The, ro- the the map yeah, Big Blue. Yeah, yeah, Big that Blue. song is it's like ingrained. It's like a, It was like a memory that, w- that I pushed way to the back. Mm-hmm. And then when I got the game, a physical copy of the game, I played that. The song, Chills. I don't know if it's a particularly good song in the sound in the in the game's album track, mm-hmm. or what people think about it. But when I think about F Zero, that's the song that comes up. Mm-hmm. So I got chills hearing that song again for the first time in a while. You know, uh, I also looked up why the 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 elements before uh, music induced chills, the antecedents. Mm-hmm. There's the research by Konechny at all. He found that uh, if you have an antecedent, you're more that you you connect to you're more likely to have music induced chills mm-hmm. so whenever you, when i first heard the song you know big blue yeah. from f-zero mm-hmm. for me it was because i was paying attention to the story before that final race mm-hmm. or one of the final races it says okay i gotta win if i'm gonna 
if I'm gonna save this person, right? Mm-hmm. And then the song just just emphasizes the okay, this is it, this is the final boss level, right? Right. That that's probably and then and then you're like, oh, this song's good because it's connecting to me emotionally like this. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we keep going on the edge of the No, no, no. I, I was gonna going. say something. I, I forgot. I forgot. I I knew where I was going with it though. I just. It came into my head, and I just lost it. Right, well, for the antecedents thing, I could keep going. I think the antecedents for musical chills are the most important thing, mm-hmm. other than openness to experience. Because, I mean, if you listen to more music, you can have more chills, right? Right. So, I, I think it's uh, openness to experience is important, but I think the antecedents to it are even more important. Let's say you go to a club, right? Mm-hmm. Or to some discotheque, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What makes you think that the music is good in those two scenarios? What's the, what are the <laughs> most important things in there? When going to... To what again? To like a like a club or a discotheque. You know what I mean? It's probably the people around you, right? Yeah. What they're doing. And whatever, what's everyone doing? Mm-hmm. No, I'm asking you. What's everyone doing? Oh, what doing? are they doing? I don't yeah. know. I'm assuming they're drinking, right? They're drinking and they're dancing. Right. Yeah. So, if you see everyone else having a good time and dancing, moving physically, you know, mm-hmm. grooving with the music and whatever, mm-hmm. you're going to think the music's even better. Because you see other people. Oh, because you see other people enjoying it? Yeah, because everyone's enjoying it. As a social aspect of the music-induced chills. Mm-hmm. If you see people having a good time, the music just gets better. Would you get... Because we're talking about specifically, ab- specifically about music-induced chills. Mm-hmm. So, it's a song, I'm assuming, or... Mm-hmm. Or a sound uh, clip I, or, or an sa- instrument. A sound like clip that. can do it too. Yeah. Cause I don't know. I don't know what games everybody listening right now has played. Mm-hmm. But I really like the Dead Space series, or at least the first. The first game's pretty a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. You played it already. Yeah. When I hear the clanging of a wrench or something on the ground, well, on the floor of the space station, it makes a very distinct sound, like a cling. Mm-hmm. But it echoes, and you don't know where it came from. Mm-hmm. Could that type of sound all in itself give chills? I think it could. Cause Even though have, it's not music. Yeah, because you have the prior antecedent. The, the, the antecedents to uh, the, the, the ambient, prior memory. The, the environment, the, the ambient noise. Mm-hmm. So it could give you chills. If it doesn't just write out scary, right? But... It, it could give you chills because, like, okay, it's putting me more into into the uh, the game. It's immersing me into the game. Right. But that wouldn't be music-induced chills, I think. That'd be more chills in general because the things you experience. It's not specific. Yeah, I guess music. that makes sense. Yeah. Like the um, like the music from Fallout, I think, would be a better experience. If you're When you're walking through the de- – the original Fallout, when you're mm-hmm. walking through the desert and all you hear is the, is the music. I, I don't remember exactly what the word is. But it's like music that doesn't follow a tempo or a beat, and it's just ambient. No, ambient is just like a background noise, you know, kind of. I guess hmm. ambient, ambient noise. Yeah. No, it, it seems like something really like abnormal. You know what I mean? Hmm. You can hear a saxophone here, but then out of nowhere, you hear like a guitar, like that weird. Like the saxophone guitar kind of don't mix like that. Yeah. You know, especially in rock music, mm-hmm. you have to like really put in the work to make them work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. But it I forget the word, but they just doesn't like 
come together mm-hmm. and it sounds really i don't know discombobulating right that's kind of like what um what fallout does because it, it like uh in the original fallout you don't really know what's happening you're trying to learn okay why am i in this wasteland mm-hmm. the music really puts you into into that that headspace that makes sense mm-hmm. do you have any any songs that would give you chills to it I mean, the last one I gave was Georgie Porgy. Georgie Porgy? Yeah. Plays a piece right now. All right, hold on. I mean, honestly, if you pay attention, especially to the piano and the the beat, the boom, boom, that thing, mm-hmm. listen through that to that throughout the entire song. I mean, we're just going to play a clip here. But uh, the during the entire song, you can hear slight differences or certain things that they're doing to give you music-induced chills. All right, let's give it a listen to it. I'm not so systematic It's just that I'm an addict for Nothing you I want at home I never ever should have told you You're my own girl I'm not the only one at home I never ever should have told you You're my That's a good one. It's a good song, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think... I mean, that's not a bad song. Let's keep it real. Mm-hmm. One of the best songs ever made, in fact. If I would go so far. <laughs> you could debate that. You could debate that. Nah, I'm not going to debate that right now. It is a good song, though. I don't know. I feel like there's. I I don't even know how you would explain these chills to a researcher, honestly, because it's like, as you said, it's mostly like individualized. So how did these people specifically like? How would they define chills? Like, how were they gauging chills with the participants in their experiments or research? Uh, mainly, they were just asking, um, pretty much just, when did you feel chills? Why? Uh, what during you know what song you know they gave them songs uh, specifically is it their own picks or is it the researchers picks? Uh, sometimes they let them choose like mm-hmm. in Fukui and Toyoshima they they let the because they they had a dictator game right the right. dictator is the main participant and he's gonna be the one doing all the actions of giving somebody uh, the, some other participant something right so the participants could choose what song to ensure that they felt the chills mm-hmm. meanwhile there's Konechny at all and he would give uh, participants some prior uh, uh, experience and then he would uh, make them listen to like national anthems like uh, the United States uh, national anthem that is weird (laughs) yeah I mean hey hey, they gotta do something right yeah and they found that for the United States anthem it would typically give them feelings of patriotism and make them have music induced shows Mm -hmm. I don't know why but uh, if it works it works you know what I mean yeah that if it works, I'd be doing the same thing. Yeah, I don't know how it'd feel if somebody just gave me a song and be like, eh, I don't, I'm not really vibing with it. Mm-hmm. You know, if the point is to have me have chills, right? Right. I don't know. I feel like I feel like we need to go international with our song picks now, Dorota. What do you say? Because I I picked out a song 
that gave me chills on first listen. Mm-hmm. Corazón de Roca. That, yeah. let me just say, it might not be for everybody, and I'm going to stand by this song in particular, just because it gave me chills. Hold on, there's going to be an ad. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> YouTube ads. Yeah, YouTube Five ads. seconds you can't skip. Nothing you can do about it. Mm-mm. All right, here we go. Corazón de roca. Yo transformaré tu dureza en el tierno romance que unirá nuestras vidas por la romántica blandura de tus besos. Como saber comprender tu querer, como lograr que te fijes en mí, si ni siquiera has querido mirarme, tampoco escucharme mujer caprichosa, es porque te hicieron de piedra o de roca ese corazón. All right, so why do you, why why do you like that one? I don't know what it is in particular, mm-hmm. but I feel like I've heard the guitar somewhere before, and it might be from Dad's old music library, from or from his like cassettes or whatever, mm-hmm. or it could be something I heard on the radio. I have no idea, but that song, first time I heard it, I was at work, I was vibing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even working. I was just vibing. I was I was just sitting at my desk. I had these like two hundred invoices on my computer. I said I need to finish them. But let me finish this song first. <laughs> <laughs> that's at least that's what I was thinking. No, no. See, see why you said uh, that you had chills while listening to it is because you heard it before somewhere else. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. The nostalgia thing. Yeah, exactly. I said nostalgia. You have has some to connection to how the mu- the guitar sounds. Right. That's why I emphasize the emotionality and the antecedent of having chills, music-induced chills. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I don't think. At least, at least from what my understanding, mm-hmm. I don't think chills is specific to a genre of music. No, nah, I don't. That's what see. That's what I was saying. Because even though I like that sort of song, and it sounds like an old song, right? The recording sounds old. Mm-hmm. When you put something on like Super Gornest, when you're playing Doom, when you're playing Doom, mm-hmm. that song sounds extremely modern, even futuristic at points. The whole thing. Just listen to it. It sounds metal. It sounds metal, but sometimes the the artist says it's not specifically metal. Music. Exactly. It's something different. See that that's the type of song where it's invoking the fight or flight response. But I feel like fighting. That's the whole point of the game. You're a dude go- going around shooting demons. If you guys played Doom, right? If you guys haven't seen or heard of Doom, what are you doing? All you're doing is well, the, the No, the I'm story- not, what are you doing? Why haven't you played it yet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm talking about is well, the story's evolved, but you're just a guy. Well, not anymore. You're a guy who wants to kill demons from hell. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. 
that sort of song when you're in a specific level of the game doing whatever to me when i first heard that song playing the game i wasn't thinking what's going on you're thinking it's about to go down it's about to go down i'm not thinking what's happening it's about to go down that's what came to my mind Uh uh-huh so that that's i got chills from that specifically Mm -hmm. and i don't know what it was but your explanation about flight or flight fight or flight that made sense Mm -hmm. that's what that's that's the song that came to mind exactly it, it the, is the thing with the doom metronal music it's actively trying to make you fight yeah not just in game but physically it wants you to have that that reaction to the music mm-hmm. and, that, and that's what it does you hear karen took uh from the when you actually go to hell mm-hmm. you actually want to fight yeah you're thinking oh this is some big thing that i'm doing mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah or a bfg 10,000. those those two songs legit Made you think, all right, I'm gonna, I'm about to do this. Mm-hmm. Is I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do. Yeah. But uh, you know, you know what's interesting that I found uh, when uh, doing some research, that uh, you can actually prime yourself to get chills. Pre- prepare yourself to have chills. Yeah. What? Like what? Okay. Let's say. Oh, you, it's like. Cause it's I, a, I kinda, is this something? Is this something like? Oh, at least for me, because I work out, right? Uh-huh, I work, uh-huh. I try to work out every day. I don't mm-hmm. always. Cause, you know, we all have those days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it like when you take pre-workout, you're like, all right, I'm gonna get some gains. Is it that sort of thing, or is it like a ritual, more of a ritualistic type of thing? You could do it anyway, actually. Really? So yeah, you take some pre-workout. You know, you get that caffeine boost. You know, you're trying to get your, you know, you're gonna go hard in the workout. You want to listen to something high energy, right? Right. And then you're listening to the high energy music, and you're like, yeah, this is a good song. Ooh, yeah, yeah, so good. Ah, I got that, you. That I got you. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I I, I modified or gave an example, right, of Konechny's, um, Konechny's um, study. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he actually gave pe- people uh, pictures of a pyramid. You know, the Great Pyramid of Giza type things. You know what I mean? Those type of pyramids. Yeah. The different pyramids. Mm. And uh, showed him a book, made him read a book, an excerpt from a book. Mm-hmm. What I said, because I used Super Gornis in there, right? Mm-hmm. I used, um, what if, instead of giving them this book, you give them a book. I don't know, like Berserk, right? Mm-hmm. And it's your, it's the moments before a major battle, and then you have him listen to. Yeah, see, Super I had, Gornet. I had one of those moments. Um, dang, what's it called? What a wonderful world. Mm-hmm. When reading the final chapter of one of the parts for JoJo, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. I'm pretty sure the the author, artist, whatever, whatever. I'm pretty sure he had this specific song in mind. Every panel you move to in the series, the song just went perfectly. And I must have gotten lucky reading it over with the music on. Mm-hmm. But that final shot with the song lyrics, what a wonderful world, that thing, perfect. Literally perfect. There's no way to describe it. Mm-hmm. I, to me, it was perfect. I don't know if people. I don't know if people are gonna disagree. If you've read it before, you could disagree, agree. I don't care. But most of people have bad takes on part six. Yeah, let's be, let's be honest. Part six gets people a lot of hate. Let's keep it, it real. Yeah. <laughs> they don't pay attention. Hate unwarranted for that specific part. Mm-hmm. Mm. You want to play it? Uh, what a wonderful world. What a wonderful world. Oh no, we don't have that one on the playlist. Just look it up. I mean, I had Wonder of You ready. 
<laughs> well, what do you got to say about Wonder Review? Because well, Wonder Review, you know, I I did I used it the same with the Super Gornick example, mm-hmm. modifying the, the study, right? Mm-hmm. Have two people hugging as a silhouette, not two specific people, just a silhouette of two people hugging. Right. And then you play the song, and you'd be thinking, oh, that's such a sweet song. I love this song. Can you put it on real quick? Yeah. Because I haven't heard that one in a while. You know, the Wonder View by uh, Elvis Presley? Mm-hmm. When no one else can understand me When everything I do is wrong You give me love and consolation You give me hope to carry on And you're always there He has an amazing voice. And you know, I used that one for JoJo's uh, part. Was part eight? It's part eight, right? Yeah, yeah part eight. Part eight. Because the entire arc of part eight, that's called the Wonder of You, has to do with the relationships people have with each other. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. specifically how much they love each other. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, other than, than one one part of the arc, right? right? At least I think it's in the arc. I think it is. Which part? With his mom? Whose mom? Josuke's. Okay, I'm not getting into spoiler territory. We're not gonna get we're not gonna get into spoilers. <laughs> Who, but maybe with that. Maybe that's what the arc's for. Mm-hmm. But mainly it's all this information and in like what eleven. Oh, chapters. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like damn. This is a really good song. Mm-hmm. And it makes you reflect, because if you listen to the, the violins in the back, violins usually used for sad music, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know if the t- Titanic is, I've never seen Titanic. You haven't seen Titanic? Nah, like, I mean, I mean I've mean, i seen it, not paid attention. <laughs> but you haven't seen the whole thing. I haven't paid attention. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's too long. What is it, like two hours or something? Every movie's two hours. What are you talking about? I need some action in my music. In my, yeah, okay, my you won't watch Titanic, but you'll watch the three Berserk movies. Berserk's a masterpiece. Titanic isn't. Okay, we agree to disagree. You think Titanic? No, is not with you. Not you and me. I'm saying with the people listening, because I'm pretty sure we're gonna get. You're we, gonna get hate. Everybody for that. who who's read or seen Berserk knows we're spinning. Okay, but say. Okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna say anything. Red Berserk. Let's just keep it at that. I'm not gonna say anything. Just leave it All at right. that. But listen, the reason Wonder of You works so well that it has to be named, the arc has to be named after Elvis Presley's song, mm-hmm. is because of all the elements the story has to highlight the song. Mm-hmm. The character's design at some point, right? Yeah. The outfits. Mm hmm. The previous mentions of his songs, mm-hmm. the character, not the character growth, the story plot lines, everything culminates to this song, right? And that's what makes it sound so good to somebody reading the part. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's why a bunch of people like the There's a Avengers Endgame. I'm pretty sure that's why people like the Avengers Endgame song, even though it was memed. Mm-hmm. It's still a really good song. It's a really good. I don't know what you call it, like a background music or like. 
theme music? The theme music, yeah. yeah. That's still a good song. Like, just hearing it on its own and with all, having seen all, like, all the, the Marvel-verse movies, movies mm-hmm. it, it, it actually holds up really well. Yeah, I mean, it's, just, it's the same thing, like, with uh, JoJo's. We have to make, uh, we make uh, prior uh, histories or backgrounds or experiences with the music. Mm-hmm. That's why it makes it sound so good. Right. Like, uh, I think I actually had another example here. An example of what, Twin? Uh, actually, I don't have another example. For a song. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have another example for a song. But, uh... No, on the, on the no- while we're still on Elvis, mm-hmm. I just want to say... I don't know if you, if you heard the podcast, Revisionist History. This guy, Malcolm Glad. Gladworth? Cool. I think it's Gladworth. I don't know. I don't know. Revisionist history. He has one of my favorite episodes. Literally one of my favorites is the one with Elvis because it talks about specifically one song. You would think, how much can you talk about one song for? Mm-hmm. This song has so much history behind it. It's it's It could really be a movie on its own, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much in that that you, I'd have no words. I thought Elvis was like, oh, okay, he's a boomer artist. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's somebody like older people would listen to. Yeah. But after getting this history from Visionist History, dude, completely changed my mind about the man, honestly. I, 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 no wonder, wonder why he's in the Hall of Fame. No longer wonder? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said no wonder, wonder. Oh my god! <laughs> I no longer wonder why he's in the Hall of Fame. Cause I was like, I don't know this guy. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm gonna vibe with him. But after this specific podcast episode, amazing. I recommend it. It's probably in the greatest hits for the whole podcast. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. The greatest hits. It, pr- it, listen, don't ask me how. Don't ask me how. It's just an amazing episode. All right, all right. Let's see. Um, you know, all of that, all that stuff I said, you know, personal experience and everything. Mm-hmm. I think that really, um, encapsulates what, uh, these two, uh, German, well, I think it was two, or these German researchers found musical emotionality. I think they, they found that songs that tend to connect more emotionally than systematically music system, uh, systemization tends to cause chills more often hmm. when when you think about it um what music do we listen to like i said before hmm. our cultural music or music that we personally find interesting right you know usually the ones you find interesting yeah because em- musical emotionality tends to be like a selfish thing that you listen to mm-hmm. you know your parents like uh um, regular like Frank Sinatra, right? Mm-hmm. They like Frank Frank Sinatra's voice. They love his singing. They love his music and everything. But us, we'd rather listen to I don't know some modern baseball or or I don't know what's a band, uh, uh, an artist you like. That's a good question. <laughs> it's just one. It's just one. No, yeah. Well, I tend to listen to like a whole bunch of like different things. Like sound. no, I know just an example. Something that's not like Frank Sinatra. You know what I mean? I don't know what I like George Benson. What's the guy who sang? Um, I showed him to you last week. What was it? Um, what's it called? It's um, 
Botsy Collins? No. Give me the night. Isn't that George Benson? Is it? I think. Oh, I thought he had a different name. That that song amazing too, by the way. Uh huh. Give me the night. It's still different because it's more groovy, right? It's more funky. Yeah, it's more groovy. You know what I mean? That song, I heard it amazing. Yeah, but amazing. we listen mainly listen to music that'll make us feel better, especially when we're sad. That's why sad music tends to cause chills too. Mm-hmm. Listen to the Titanic theme, you know? The I don't know the I don't know the song, but apparently it's really good. And people go, oh, it's so beautiful, and they start crying. You <laughs> know what I mean? Crying. It's because it's it's packing more into the uh, those emotions that they have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That that's why music induced chills tends to happen. Right. It's just it's just a good uh it's just good music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it connects with you personally, you're gonna like the song. And you're gonna probably get chills. And you're probably gonna get chills. More than likely, you're gonna get chills. Mm-hmm. It's just as simple as that. We we can't make a general statement over music-induced chills because everyone's so different. You ask somebody from, I don't know, the UK. Hey, hey, man, what's your favorite song? I don't know. They're gonna. They're probably gonna mention. Um, what's that? They, they made surrender. Cheap trick. Cheap trick. They're probably gonna like cheap trick. London Underground. Mm-hmm. Or going. Uh, going underground, right? Yeah. They're probably going to, and then you ask somebody, uh, I don't know, middle-aged housewife probably, I don't know, listen to a lot of Lady Gaga. Yeah. Oh, Born This Way is such a good song. It is, though. It is a good it song. It is a good song. It is a good song. Right? Yeah. I'm not, we're not tripping. It's a good song. It's a good song. You ask somebody from, from New York who probably lives uh, in the in Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, man, what's your favorite song? I don't know. 6 9 is pretty good. Yeah, this is, this is a whole bunch of variation, right? Yeah. And, I don't know, a lot of middle America likes to think, oh, country's really good. It is pretty good. Have it you is heard, pretty good. Have you heard some of that music? Yeah, some it's of that music amazing. can. You, even, if, even if you meme it, it's sometimes still good. Yeah, exactly. Even yodeling. Yodeling. Uh-huh. What did we see, like, three, I think it was three years ago, the yodeling Walmart kid? Yeah. Have you heard the Trap remix? That's a good remix. That's a good remix. Uh-huh. Whoever well, hasn't heard that, heard of that, they gotta listen to it. They gotta it's a good, to it. it's a good remix. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it, even for music you've never heard before, you can still kind of get music-induced chills from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think like uh, you ever see the WWE? Yeah. Okay, look, you know Stone Cold Steve Austin? Amazing. If you don't know, if you he don't, made, if you've never heard his name, he like, made the '90s wrestling scene let's keep it real early and early 2000s and early 2000s but it's yeah. like dang he, he was putting in work listen to this song and it's immediately gonna and it's immediately gonna what's it called what's the word i'm looking for immediately gonna make you feel a certain type of way because mm. you listen to the instruments you listen to the the intro he's somebody that's not supposed to be messed with mm. Sounds like boss music. He's it's, like, <laughs> it's kind of terrifying when you think about it. Like, damn, he's really walking at me right now. Yeah. What am I gonna do? Because uh, even if you haven't heard it before, you hear the glass breaking. You hear the dun 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 dun. That 
You're thinking, okay, this is some final boss time. No, and it's kind of weird, too, because that's kind of like, that's sort of similar to the Terminator 2 music. Right, exactly. And you're like, oh, dang, someone's going to go Exactly. Back. There's something that you always attribute to some form of music, and that's, I think, like, music producers are specifically looking for that to make the music good. Yeah. Well, I think that was a good talk, Eduardo. Mm-hmm. You think the audience learned a lot today? I hope so. You think you hope they read the journals you were talking about? Yeah. You know, we, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna upload that. You know, they they can probably look at it. You know, think mm-hmm. think. Uh, we want our audience to be book learned. Book learned, exactly. Even if they don't talk book learned, exactly. Like me, <laughs> book learned. Yeah, exactly. We need to get book learned out here, fellas. Okay, but uh, we do have some. Uh, we want we do want to interact with the audience a little bit. You know, you wanna you know contact us. We're gonna show you two songs that uh, you know me and uh, Angel really like. Mm-hmm. You know, you just tell us which one you prefer. They're they're both different genres, but uh, it, it, you know, Anho likes his song. I like my song, but we want your guys's input. Mm. Whose song is better, and why? My song's gonna be, uh, you know, uh, uh, Smashing Pumpkins, nineteen seventy nine. You know, mm-hmm. we mentioned them earlier with uh, Tarantula, but uh, personally best song ever made just playing one of the best songs <laughs> one ever of made. the best the songs. best song ever made is georgie porgy by toto let's just keep it just, just keep it honest all right I mean, it's alright, I guess. You want to introduce your song, then? You want to introduce your song? Put it on. Forget me nuts. That was just that was a taste of what I like. That was a taste of what Twin likes. If you want to say, if you want to pick a side, pick a side. I just know y'all are gonna pick mine. And just know that if you pick his side, you're just wrong. You're just you're just wrong. If you pick his, you're a hater. Let's keep it real. You're just a nah, hater. Nah, 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 nah. 1979 is a good song. Forget me nuts. You just okay, can't appreciate. What are you gonna What are you gonna groove with? Forget me nuts or 1979? 1979 uses the chills aspects of. Nostalgia and wonder. Okay. It reminds you but of a time you when you're a teenager. When you're in an environment, when you're in an environment, you can get the chills too. Mm-hmm. So when you're, what's gonna be played in an environment with a bunch of other people? 1979 or Forget Me Nots? Well, that's what that's what the audience has to decide. Which one's better? Listening to it with other other people or friends, or listening to, listening listening to music on your own, 
and having those chills as a personal experience? Hmm. That's a good question. I know they're going to be on my side. They're not. Nah, tripping. they're going to be on my nah, side. Nah, they nah, are nah, definitely nah, nah. going to like 1979. They're going to like my song way more. Anyways, fellas, pick a side or just be a hater. Pick the right side. Yeah, my right. Side. <laughs> Anyways, that was Same Scene But Different with Angel and Eduardo. And we'll see you all next time. Tune in and share with your friends. I mean, share with your twin, your sister, your mom, your dad, your best friend, the the cashier at the store. Wherever, even put us put a sign up somewhere so people know we exist. Put a sign up, let them all see it. We like attention. We, we like the we attention. We we get told a bunch of times that we fight a lot, but might as well fight in a recording for y'all so y'all can hear and have some fun while <laughs> you're doing whatever. <laughs> Future installments will definitely have us fighting a lot more. We will probably maybe be agreeing a lot more. more. Maybe agreeing about stuff we never we never thought we'd agreed upon. Next episode, we might include a segment. I don't know if Twin will want to. I'm going to include a segment. You know what I hate? That's what it's called. You know what I hate? Yeah, you know what I hate? We're, hey, we're haters. We're part of the hater players ball. We're haters. Keep it. Okay, it sounds bad. I guess it sounds bad to some people. So let me explain. There's always something you hate, right? Mm-hmm. Might as well vent about it. Or here's somebody who vent about it. Maybe you'll get a different perspective, change your mind. Or change change our minds. Shit. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Like, comment down or something and say I'm wrong. I don't care if I'm wrong. How many times have I been wrong in my life, Adora? More than you can count, right? Yeah. I don't got I don't got enough fingers to count how many times. <laughs> I don't got enough fingers. Yeah. It's fine if we're wrong. Just let us know. We're just two people venting at that point. In, in our no, segment of Two you know people but the same people. Same, same, but different. Same, same, but different. We have similar perspectives, but but that's the thing. They're similar. They're not the same. Exactly. They're slightly different. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We hope y'all just change your minds about some. Change your mind about twins. We all don't think the same for a bunch of haters about each other. We hate on each other because we're not trying to be like each other. Uh We're trying to be better, and we're better together.